Welcome back. I'm Sam. I'm Zoe. And today we have a special guest, Bailey. Bailey. Hello. <laughs> and here's the tea. Okay. Before we start, we have a couple questions for Bailey. Bailey, what's your favorite kind of tea? That's a good question. I like green tea, but like only if it's hot. I like hot tea and then I like to put honey in it. So I'm going to say green tea. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Do you prefer red or green grapes? Uh, Green grapes. They're always crisper. Like they're not squishy when you bite them. Mm -hmm. So they're not weird. Yeah, that's fair. And who's your favorite celebrity? That's a good. Oh, wait, no. I don't even have to think about that. It's Harry Styles. (laughs) I love him so much. Good choice. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. He's the Rolling Stones. I know. Cover. Like, oh, wow. I cried about it like three times yesterday. Such a pretty boy. <laughs> He's Such so pretty. Such a pretty boy. Mm-hmm. I love him. Okay. Now, let's catch up on a little bit of some old tea with a some new spice. updates. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to start with Jaclyn Hill Cosmetics Lipstick Fiasco from the summer. Five years after it was announced, Jaclyn Hill's brand, Jaclyn Cosmetics, finally launched May 30th of this year. And it didn't take long before they were receiving terrible critiques. <laughs> the lipstick brand that the lips or the lipsticks that the brand were releasing were really bumpy. They had holes in them, the products had hairs embedded in them. Basically they were just gross. And eventually, after some people were using them for a while, they were finding tiny pieces of metal in the bottom of their lipsticks. And as we know, metal, not good in your lipstick. You don't want it there. Um, Jacqueline insisted the hairs in the products were from gloves from the employees. She said they were bumpy because of heat exposure during shipping or because the customers using them had dry lips. Basically just saying nothing was her fault. And even the metal, she didn't even address that it happened. After the backlash, Jacqueline deleted all of her social media accounts saying she needed a mental health break, disappeared for a month, and it was a, that during that month, no questions were answered for customers. She came back with a video titled, Where I've Been. In this video, she repeatedly stated she wasn't gonna be addressing rumors about the product, but in doing so, kind of just avoided a lot of big questions saying, oh, well, it was a rumor, I'm not addressing it because it was a rumor, even though there was evidence like this was happening. The brand itself finally released a statement earlier this week after months of silence because all of the posts were being made from Jacqueline's personal accounts. Nothing had been really said from the official brand Instagrams. Their Instagram post stated, at Jaclyn Cosmetics, we're dedicated to giving you the best products and customer experience. It's clear that our first launch did not meet the standards we've set as a brand, and for that we are truly sorry. We will do better because you deserve better from us and our products. As we take a moment to rebuild, we just want you to know how grateful we are for the love and support we've received. Your satisfaction is our top priority, the future is bright, and we're excited for what's to come. Many have taken this post as a hint to a release of dropping more products soon. So, what do we think about this whole mess? My favorite thing is that they, she, everybody was like, ooh, the products are bumpy. And she's like, no, your lips are just crusty. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, would not take responsibility for that at all. Instead of, like, taking heat on her brand, she was just, like, trashing her customers, mm-hmm. being like, you have crusty lips, get over yeah. it. I mean, she didn't say that, but you know what I well, mean? Well, she was, like, yeah, she posted it. The first person that critiqued it sent a picture of, like, their lipstick, and they were like, I swatched it once, and now there's, like, bumps in it. And she was like well, you're probably not using too, enough chapstick. It was like something like that. 
basically just being like super mean to the fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when other people were like, no, mine's like that too, she just deleted the tweet and acted like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I mean, like, as an avid lipstick wearer, like, even if you do have like quote unquote crusty lips, it's not going to be like bumps. It'll be more like a line through your lipstick. Like, you can tell when it's something wrong and when it's just like you don't have enough chapstick on. Like, yeah. I think that was just like she was reacting and like trying to say something to like cover herself. And I understand it to an extent when you spend five years on something and it's like your baby, you're going to take criticism kind of partially. Mm-hmm. But she also made it a really big deal. I'm a CEO of a company now. I'm a professional now. I'm not just a beauty guru. I'm a CEO. And she didn't handle the situation in the way, say, ColourPop CEO would handle it. If ColourPop got someone saying, there's bumps in my lipstick, they'd go, oh, well, you should reach out to our customer service people because, like, that could be an issue with the lipstick. Or they would just not respond. Because yeah. if it was just one person, they would they might just go, oh, whatever, It's their lips are chapped. They're not going to go, it's probably because your lips are chapped, honey, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that just doesn't look good on a platform like that. Mm-hmm. And especially if you are saying, I am a professional, I am a CEO, then part of your responsibility as a CEO is to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. And if people are reaching out to you to fix the problem, then that obviously means that there is a problem mm-hmm. and that you should go about fixing it. It should not... Ignore the backlash. Get rid of the complaints, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jacqueline went on a month-long hiatus during, like, the peak, sort of, of, like, all of the backlash, saying that she needed a mental health break. Do we feel that she was actually needing the mental health break, or was this more just her way of avoiding the backlash? I mean, like, I always support, like, someone taking a mental health break, but I feel like it's a little bit fishy that her mental health break just happened to, like happened right after all of this backlash was coming from her having sketchy products and you know i i do think that if you are getting a lot of backlash on something you've spent five years on and this is your baby it probably would take a toll on you like wow (laughs) i made this product and it's not good enough but at the same time she is claiming once again i'm a ceo i am a professional so they can't always just take a mental health break. You have to own up to that or have somebody that's going to own up to that for you. I mm-hmm. understand maybe you don't want to take all the backlash yourself, but you need to have somebody within your company that is willing to take that backlash for you. See, that's what you I was going to say, too. You can't just ignore every mm-hmm. problem you see. Because it was basically like the entire brand and her were just silent for a month. Yeah. And they came back and they were like, we're going to issue refunds. And it's like... I th- there should have been a much more discussion because the pro- it was a product being purchased with real money. There should have been more discussion with, oh, a very large majority of the people that bought this product are unhappy with it. Yes, mental health is extremely important, but you can't just say, well, my mental health is suffering, so I'm not going to address this huge issue within my company. I'm just going to take a break. Yeah, yeah my like, bank account is suffering. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I want a refund. I like, fu- especially yeah. if mm-hmm. someone is buying a lipstick like that, because I'm sure they were pricey. Like, I work in a makeup store. Lipsticks on, like, a higher end like that usually run, like, $20. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe someone, like, saved up for that, and they make, like, minimum wage. And then they're, like, missing, like, their product and mm-hmm. their $20. 
And that was going to be like a big deal for them because they were like, you know, treating themselves. Mm -hmm. But now their money's missing and their lipstick is messed up and nobody's saying anything. We have this like YouTube community here too. Mm -hmm. And a large portion of that is teenagers and people that have lower incomes that aren't just going to be able to drop how much money on a Mm -hmm. lipstick every time one comes out. Mm -hmm. They do save for that stuff and they're like, Mm -hmm. they collect that stuff and that means a lot to them to get stuff from like their guru you know especially if it's like their favorite one and they're Mm -hmm. like i want to support her and everything she does because everybody has kind of like that one influencer they really like yeah so yeah that's a little crappy Mm -hmm. speaking of that do we think that this is going to blow over for jacqueline because she has such like a sort of household name in the youtube community and do we think she'll remain successful or do we think like all of her launches from here on out are probably going to be a little sketchy and people are going to be more cautious with it. I mean, I think she'll definitely be scrutinized more. I know that the beauty community does not let go of stuff Mm -hmm. super easily. Like, they will hold on to stuff, like, forever if they can. And, like, I mean, even if her newer products are good, like, I still think they're going to be scrutinized. People are going to be, like, or people are going to be scared to buy them because they're going to be, like, I don't want to get sketchy product. So... Then again, I think that we should look at our definition of successful because she was successful before the makeup launch. She didn't need the makeup launch. It just helped her out a little. I mean, obviously it didn't help her out, but she was just doing it to get even more Mm -hmm. clout, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think her YouTube will definitely remain successful, stuff like that, because that does, it shifts a little bit more. We have people like James Charles, who he took that dip, just recently mm-hmm. and yeah. now and he's right back where he, he was yeah, he's in right fact back. he's better than yeah. he was before that I mean yeah he took a little bit of a hit but he's back you know yeah. mm-hmm. so I mean yeah maybe her product won't do as well as it would if there wasn't a problem but her YouTube's still gonna do well and she's still gonna get all this influencer status and she's mm-hmm. still gonna get the money from her YouTube and she's still gonna get invited to all these events and these launches for other makeup companies just because hers didn't necessarily take off that doesn't mean she's going to be a failure yeah you know and like with saying that Jacqueline had like she had a reputation sort of within the beauty community of oh her launches always fail Mm -hmm. because her Morphe launches have done bad she's done several she's done several collaborations with other brands and they've all either the products have been bad and they've had to be like sort of oh, sorry, we'll fix it, or they've taken forever to come out because there's been issues. So do we think that this is sort of just the beauty industry not holding influencers compat like, not rely- like, reliable? Like, yeah. you know, we know that she has this reputation of this, but we still let her release a product and we still went and we bought it. So... Is that, like, reflection on just the beauty community can kind of get away with whatever they want? I don't know if it's necessarily, like, a reflection of the community, but I think it is a reflection of the industry. Because, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if y'all heard about it, but I remember a couple years ago, Nikki Tutorials was supposed to come out with a palette with Too Faced. And her swatches that she did, like, on her channel were totally different from, like, the swatches people were showing, like, after they bought the palette. And it wasn't necessarily on her. Like, I remember, like, her coming out later or it was either her or Jeffree Star or someone else came out later and was like, Too Faced is sketchy and like they didn't, you know, do right by Nikki and all of that stuff. So, I mean, I just think it might be a reflection of the industry, like especially 
since like the community has blown the industry up so much and they have to make so much product and be on it and all that stuff. It could also just be like a reflection of the YouTube community, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Because we it's not even just makeup. You think of things like Tanacon mm-hmm. that went like so disastrous and people bought this stuff even though like Tana wasn't like she didn't have a reliable reputation even though she'd never done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. And then now if she did something like that again, people would still buy tickets. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean does it? I think it just boils down to this, these like loyal fan bases we have on YouTubers. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They're like big celebrities, and whatever you do, they'll follow. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There's reliability or not. Yeah. Well, speaking of Tana, <laughs> Tana and Jake Paul got divorced already. we didn't see that coming or anything yeah so you've probably seen this on social media but jake paul and tana mojo got married on july 23rd in vegas great wedding looks amazing (laughs) big fight at the ceremony awesome someone like threw champagne on her or something yeah like during the ceremony yeah Yeah. and like they were like about to kiss and someone like chucked a drink at them yeah (laughs) And, you know, I mean, a lot of people have said that this marriage was just, like, for popularity purposes anyway. It was for her MTV special. Whatever. Um, And they weren't actually together. But directly after their wedding, Tana had to leave to deal with a family emergency. And her and Jake haven't been spotted together since. So, Jake has been, on the other hand, spotted with his ex, Erica Costell. You may know her from the song... I'm Erica Costell. Um, but Tana made it clear that she was unaware Jake would be seeing Erica because she went on to post a video to her Instagram story saying she found out from Twitter that Jake was hanging out with his ex. Ooh, that's sketchy. Mm-hmm. And then she posted her wedding video and she ended it with some shade toward Jake. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, real couples do that all the time, you know. Um, and Jake responded with a YouTube video called I Got Cheating on My Wife. He then sarcastically explains that he casually ran into Erica at a birthday party and they decided to get lunch so they could catch up. And he also explained that he doesn't feel it's fair that Tana was able to go to lunch with her ex, Bella, and didn't receive the same backlash that he's receiving. So does Jake have a point that there's a double standard there? Or, like, is he using this as an excuse to get out of trouble in the media? Do we think Tana and Jake will pull through? This will be the end? Are Tana and Jake even real? What are our answers? What are our questions? (laughs) Our comments, our concerns. I mean, I never thought that Tana and Jake was, like, a real thing. Because, like, how, how likely is it that two of, like, the most ridiculous people on YouTube, the two most, like, controversial people on YouTube are just going to end up together. They're going to get engaged. They're going to get married, like, a month later. No. Like, okay. Listen, I never believed it was a real thing, mm-hmm. but I wanted it to be a real thing so yeah. bad. Because I think that they are a match made in heaven when mm-hmm. you think about it. Because they're so, like, everything's clout. Everything's crazy. Mm-hmm. Everything like they had have these wild blonde children. I think that this is a match made in heaven right here. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that they are just in it for the clout. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it could potentially be like a real relationship where they might like each other, they might be like a thing, but 
they pushed it. They they made it. It happened so quickly after Tana got cheated on, and it was sort of a joke on Twitter. And they were like, "Haha, well, I should just date Jake because they were like friends." Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they were married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that people latched onto the joke so much that they were like, "Oh, let's just run with this." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not going to hurt them not to run, like to run with it. Like mm-hmm. they're going to do well. Well, and yeah. she had this MTV show coming out, yeah. mm-hmm. and who's like one of the craziest YouTubers you can get. And he had just gotten all this, like, popularity from the Shane Dawson series. Mm -hmm. And And he's finally starting to become a liked person in the media, sort of. And he has this reputation that he's crazy and he's Mm going to do all this stuff. So if you bring him into the mix on this TV show with this, you know, it's going to get views. And, like, that's something that people want to see. Yeah. So, I don't know. My main issue with the whole thing was Jake kind of trying to throw Tana under the bus and be like, well, she got lunch with Bella, so why can't I get lunch with Erica? Because he was saying it was like, it's a double standard we have with men. But in reality, like, if they are a real couple, Tana clearly didn't know that Jake and Erica were getting lunch. Yeah. And if you're married and you find out your significant other is hanging out with their ex without telling you, you're going to be kind of mad. Even if you like mm-hmm. the ex, you're going to be like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, I mean, it goes, there should be, like, a level of trust there. But on the other hand, if it's something that it seems like they're trying to hide it from you, then I can understand why. And Tana and Bella have always maintained that they have this friendship and this yeah. relationship. and they're very, and they're very public. public about it. They're vocal about it. Mm-hmm. So I there's a different standard there. Last time we heard from Jake and Erica, they weren't on very good terms. He even said in the he said in the video, he hadn't even spoken to her in a year, and yeah. he just like ran into her at a party, and they were catching up, and he was like, "This isn't the right place to catch up. We're at a party. Let's hang out tomorrow and get lunch." Mm-hmm. And my another thing he did in the video that was weird was like he started it off by being like, "That's not me. That's a deep fake. Someone edited that." But hypothetically, if that was me, and then explained everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "It might be me." Here's my explanation, like, to cover myself. That's like, the, But it's not, though. It's yeah. like the O.J. Simpson thing. Like, yeah. If I did it, this is how it mm-hmm. would. You know, so, like... It was I just know. a really weird way to, like, address the situation. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I especially think it's weird that he mentioned deep fakes after, like, Shane Dawson had talked about deep fakes, and he was, like, on the thing with Shane, and he's like, oh, here's, like, an excuse I can use for this. I almost so. think he just, he watched Shane Dawson's video and goes, mm-hmm. oh, I can put that in my pocket and get myself out of scandals with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, or maybe they just want to have another Shane Dawson series <laughs> with the <laughs> that, two of them, and Shane counsels them. That did really well for him, both mm-hmm. of them, because mm-hmm. that ki- that's Tana kind of what revived Tana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tana got him started, and then... And that's what saved her, really. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and Jake. Mm Mm-hmm. So, they got a lot of popularity from that, Mm -hmm. too. I mean, a lot of people never even heard of Tana Mojo. Yeah. And then... It became so huge in the media. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, like, TanaCon, and people were like, wait, who is this? And And then it was, like, Shane. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a year later, she has this, like, MTV show. Like, Mm -hmm. after that whole thing. Like, it was, like, super fast after that. And that was such a huge scandal. I mean, I don't know. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> Shane Dawson runs the world. That's the theory. <laughs> That's why he makes videos. He doesn't want us to suspect him. That's fair. I like that theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. On a very different note, um, 
Recently, the UN has rejected a request from Pakistan's Prime Minister to strip Priyanka Chopra from her Goodwill Ambassador title. Uh, the reason this came about was uh, back in February, Priyanka tweeted a like tweet in support of the Indian Army, and it just said hashtag Indian Armed Forces. Um, Aisha Malik, Malik, ah, I said that weird. Aisha Malik, who goes by the Twitter name at Specia, went to a Q&A for Priyanka at BeautyCon, and during this, she called Priyanka out, called her a hypocrite, because her tweet was right around the time that India and Pakistan were about to go into like a nuclear fight, and she felt that this was Priyanka supporting the war. Um, many people have criticized Priyanka due to this, and because of the fact that in the moment, Priyanka was just kind of like, well, quit venting, like, don't yell at me, and then she was like, people were cheering for her, and she was like, thanks, girls, like, acting kind of like it wasn't a big deal and that this girl was overreacting, mm-hmm. when in reality, as a UN ambassador, this would be like, if you're being called out for being a hypocrite, you should explain why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her explanation that she did give was that she's not for nuclear war, she's just patriotic. Um, do we think that this tweet was Priyanka supporting the war, or was it just kind of a misunderstanding? Like, I mean, even if it was a misunderstanding, I think she needed to go about it in a better way. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as a UN ambassador, you're like kind of ambassador for peace throughout like all the nations. Yeah. So that should, like, even if it is a misunderstanding, I would be busting my butt to get that figured out. It wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm patriotic, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like you can't just, like, sweep it under the rug like that either. Because even if you are patriotic, like, you could be patriotic and, like, like, your country could still be doing sketchy things. So, like, if you're saying you support them and they're doing those sketchy things, does that not not mean that, like, you then support what they're doing? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like she definitely needed to take that more into account when she was, like, tweeting things. I think, like... I think it's weird that it would, when call, being called out with something like that, I think there should be more of an explanation like, oh, I didn't intend it to be like this. I'm so sorry it was interpreted this way. And not just a, well, it's not like that. That's not what I meant. So that's not what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because clearly a lot of people have spoken out and said that that's how they interpreted it as well. So if a large majority of your audience is saying, well, that's what I thought it was, you should apologize for that and say, like, was it my intention you know, it yeah. just seemed like a bad way to go about it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I also just think the way that she handled the person who was asking her the question, what was her name? Aisha. Aisha. Yeah, just, I watched that video, mm-hmm. and, like, there were even people, like, going over to her, like, taking away her microphone. Like, it seemed like she was really trying to get this girl to just, like, stop talking. And then she was like, oh, like, are you done ranting? Like... If you're a public figure like that, you have to be more diplomatic and be able to answer hard questions that people mm-hmm. are going to ask you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you're taking on this title. It's not just, like, something that looks good on your Wikipedia page. It's something <laughs> that, like, actually has weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being a UN ambassador is, like, a big deal thing. Mm-hmm. It means that you're doing humanitarian stuff and that you should be carrying yourself in that way. Mm-hmm. And not just blowing things like this under the rug. Yeah, I mean, it it goes beyond just being a celebrity, just doing it for whatever. You actually have to put something behind it. Mm-hmm. And you have to 
put thoughts into your actions too. It could be that she's just patriotic and she didn't think anything about, oh, they're going into this nuclear war soon. But it, you have to think these things through. And if your actions have repercussions and you have to face those repercussions, it's mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. something you can sweep under the rug so oh, yeah. easily. I like, but I by no means think that she meant it in a negative way. Like she had no ill intent with the tweet, but I do think that the way she handled it makes it look, like makes her look bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. A good thing though, is that it did bring a lot of light to the situation. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Aisha. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a less serious note, just a quick little thing. Miley and Liam separated, love is dead. (laughs) How do we feel about it? So um, they broke up. And recently, Miley's been spotted with this woman, Caitlin Carter, and they've been, like, making out on beaches, whatever. Cute. Cute couple. But, so her and Liam broke up, and apparently it's a result of him partying too much, which, wow, never would have saw that coming from Miley Cyrus. I would have expected it to be the opposite way. Yeah, definitely. I think we all did. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, it's my turn now. Yeah. (laughs) My turn to thrive. Um... But, yeah, and then she had a song come out about it, like, mm-hmm. two weeks after it announced that they split. She's been seen without her wedding ring, and she's been spotted with this Caitlin Carter woman a lot mm-hmm. recently. So, <laughs> you know, that just seemed really important for me to throw out there yeah. today. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just think it's sad. They're one, they were yeah. one of my favorite couples. And they were so mm-hmm. cute, and Miley is, like, thriving right now. She just had the, like, Black Mirror episode, her like ep thing that just came out that was pretty good mm-hmm. so like music's really taken off mm-hmm. and she's like not a hot mess anymore yeah so, yeah i mean i mean i did see some tweets that i thought were really funny because like some people were like oh you think love is dead because of this and then like there was one that was like a picture of like ashton kutcher and like mila kunis because they got together after that 70s show in like the 2000s now they have kids oh. and like they're married and all this stuff oh yeah it was like other couples that have been together like forever yeah so it's like, y'all will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the last song is kind of ruined for me now. Fair. <laughs> it is one of the uh, best romantic movies of all time. I've never seen it, actually. You've never what? seen the No, last I've never song. seen the, the last, last song. song. is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. You cry like mm-hmm. a baby. Shameless plug, everyone listening, please watch the last song. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good movie. <laughs> it's so sad. I don't benefit from saying this. I just genuinely think everyone should watch that movie. This yeah. isn't a sponsored podcast. Watch, <laughs> I watch wish the last, the last song. song was sponsored. Right? Maybe like, we should reach out and be like, 12 hey. years later, they, they, they give come us $6 out. and we're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> $2 a piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's time for our favorite, well, not our favorite, but our second favorite part of the show. Real, Real or fake? Okay. Real or fake, Bailey? Is Kanye West a minister? Yes. I feel like I've seen that. Like, I think I've seen Kim post him, like, leading services and stuff. So I think that's real. He's not, like, a minister minister, mm-hmm. but he has been taking us to church. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did a Sunday service at Coachella, and he yeah. just recently did one in Dayton, Ohio, after the shooting for, like, a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of, if kinda. you want to say that. Maybe. I don't think he's been ordained in yeah. any means. Yeah, we haven't. We could not find anything that said he was, like, legally ordained. But uh-huh. he's been like, I'm a preach. Yeah. Why not? And he does I'm Kanye West. Yeah. Really, really, really expensive merch at these Sunday services. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah. But you know, I am very glad that he did that, like, 
He did a whole Sunday service, and he raised money for Dayton. That's really cool. Yeah. Proud of you, Kanye. Thanks, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did James Charles post his own butt pic on Twitter, real or fake? That's definitely real because I definitely saw it on my timeline more times than I wanted to. So yes. yeah, it definitely was there. James Charles was hacked recently, and the hacker was threatening to post nude photos of James to his social medias. Uh, when James finally got his account back, he responded by posting a picture of his butt and said, Hi, got my account back. Just in case I ever get hacked again, here's the only nude I've ever taken. You can't threaten me with it now. Get a life. <laughs> Some people were really like, yeah, you go, James. <laughs> like, following the Bella Thorne path, cool. And other people were, felt it was really irresponsible of him because his audience is, like, 12 to, like, 14-ish. And that's very young. <laughs> What a week. Like, hey kids, here's my butt. Like, it might be irresponsible from like that viewpoint, but at the same time, I do think it's like, don't let people threaten you. Mm -hmm. Like, with stuff like that, like, it's your body. I know that it's not something that you want out there, especially, and I think it is different, like, with a woman too, but I mean, his butt. Yeah. Really. At least it was just his butt. Like, it wasn't yeah, anything more I mean, graphic. It was, if, if it was it, more than his butt, I would 100% say it was irresponsible of mm -hmm. him because his fan base is so young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Don't post anything, like, Whereas, like, penally. With but, Bella Thorne, it was one thing because her fan base is our age, like, 20s and up. Yeah. Like, they're mature enough that they can say, okay, I understand. I respect why you did this. I can move past it. This isn't a thing. Whereas mm -hmm. James fans are like... Let's make a meme of your butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, like, I do understand, like, the perspective of, well, you're not going to threaten me mm -hmm. with my nudes. Yeah. Like, I'm confident in my body, and I'm not going to take this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't post my nudes, but I would not take that, like, being threatened like that. Mm -hmm. that I would. also, my thing about the whole thing was it's not like we haven't seen James Charles' butt before. He goes that's to Coachella true. every year. So he does to show yeah, us true. his butt. He wears a thong every year. Like, what are we going to do? We've his, seen it. His, like, buttless chaps. His buttless everything. Like, we remember the video of him dancing to Beyonce wearing those. Like, we've all seen it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, one last real or fake. Taylor Swift won Song of the Year with You Need to Calm Down. Um, I feel like that's something that's likely to happen, so I'll say that's real. I didn't watch the VMAs, so I don't know. It's a trick question! <laughs> <laughs> she did win video mu uh, music video of the year, but she mm -hmm. didn't win song of the year. Oh, okay, song gotcha. of the year went to Old Town Road. <laughs> We're not surprised. Featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> but, okay. The most important part of the VMAs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you didn't see Lil Nas X, he was wearing this, like, bedazzled silver suit and, like, mm -hmm. this ruffled shirt, and it was, like, gorgeous. But, anyway. <laughs> so... When Taylor was getting her award, John Travolta gave it, tried to give it to a drag queen who was dressed up like Taylor Swift. Oh, I saw and, that. And, like, honestly, <laughs> I saw that. the two of them. He was genuinely like, ah, Taylor, here you go. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that right. video made me laugh so hard that I had right. tears in my eyes. Yeah. Just thinking about John Travolta being like, Taylor, and then it's, <laughs> it's not <laughs> Taylor. Not this is the second time he's done something like this, too. We did. He did this to Idina Menzel. <laughs> 
like a few years ago. He's like, which one is it? I love John like, Travolta. Why do they let him hand out awards anymore after right. that one thing? Like, why would you ever? This right. would be like inviting Steve Harvey after the after the Miss Universe fiasco. We don't let him do award shows anymore. Yeah, yeah. And there's a good reason. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That was just important to me that John mm-hmm. Travolta is a hot mess. <laughs> Aren't we all? It's okay. I yeah. support you, John. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's little time. time. Okay. So we're gonna be real. We don't have much little Zanti this week. He hasn't been doing much. Not much at all. At least not recently. Kind of taking a chill pill. Yeah. Probably needed a break. Or he's just been like under the radar. That too. That's very possible. But. I do have a fun Zan fact for you. <laughs> well, Zan is five foot six. Thanks for listening to Here's the Tea. <laughs> Listen again next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>